Hello, and welcome to Cast. And boy, is it chilly outside. <laughs> That's like the alternate version of Baby is Cold Outside. I can see why they went with the other lyric. But yes, it is. What is it? What's the temp? What's the temp, bro? I'm going to say minus... Ah, it is not as cold as I thought. It's only two degrees. I thought it was freezing. Silly me. What am I complaining about? I mean, my windscreen is still frozen over, so... I think that's sufficient enough evidence for me to say... It is damn cold. And Halen has their first leak. Which is a shame. But I should be able to get it fixed without too much trouble. Something had to go wrong somewhere. I mean, I built them. Actually, you know what? No, screw that. No, we're not. We, we ain't about that kind of negative talk here. There's no reason it should. There's no reason it should leak. Uh, but these things happen. And we tackle them when they come. That's how we're doing it in 2022. Hell yeah. So, I hope you're well. I am cozy as hell under my duvet. So I'm solid. I actually have a duvet, a blanket, and a sleeping bag. So I'm like a warm, toasty, triple-layered cinnamon bun. And I never want to get up. I've been trying to build the momentum up since the start of this year, and whilst that has meant a lot of work, um, all work and no streaming series, makes Kevin a dull boy, uh, I haven't watched a lot of stuff though to be fair but I did watch Arcane and that was goddamn that was pretty good big recommend recommendation on that one uh, good music in it as well really good soundtrack often like series of game like TV series made from games kind of like miss the mark but this one Middle of the dartboard, baby. Most people say bullseye. No, not me. Middle of the dartboard, apparently. Apparently that's the one I'm going with. Um, so actually, as, uh, as warm as I am, I still feel like I'm missing something. Because my hands still feel a little bit unwarm. Perhaps, ah, I know, a glove. And what do you know, the first word of today is glove. Glove. I actually lied to you. I don't need any gloves. I just needed a way into the word. <sighs> My hands aren't even cold. I'm hard, mate. Hard as nails. Not in like a... Toxically masculine way, I am known to weep, but cold, nah, bruv. So glove. Oh, check the rhyme. Check the rhyme. Hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a little bit of artistic license here and also use the plural and say gloves, just for my own sanity. Also, if you're new here and you're all like, what? What word? Why is he talking about gloves? What's going on? Where am I? 
Who are you? Who am I? It's okay. Calm down. Have a piece of cheese, and I'll explain. This is Cast, and what happens here is I use a random word generator to generate five random words, and then I talk about them with whatever comes to mind. I am not trying to change your life. I am just trying to help you chill and give you a few cool, a few cool facts along the way. A few cool facts and stories along the way. And, uh, and for now, the subject is glove. <laughs> I may also throw mittens into this. You know, why not? All, all, all hand covering apparatus is, is welcome, actually. No discrimination here. I actually once owned a pair of fingerless gloves that turned into mittens. Glittons, if you will. M-loves. Oh, m- m- M-loves. I had a really good pair of m-loves. Which, um... I mean, that's some, that's some, like, Dragon's Den type of inventing right there. Mittens and gloves. Gloves that turns into mittens. Damn. Do you know what? I've never really been a fan of leather gloves. They, um, they either make me feel I'm about to drive a car that I have no business driving, um, or a serial killer. There's no in-between. That's it. Actually, no, there is. If they're fingerless leather gloves, then it's like main character energy. They're really cool. But as soon as those little digits are covered... I'm like waving my fingers about right now for added effect. Um, yeah, as soon as those little digits are covered, then it's like, that's villain energy. Villain energy. Let's try saying that five times fast. Villain energy, villain energy, villain energy, villain energy. Um, I want to say, <laughs> I want to see a villain. I want to see a villain with mittens. Really unassuming. That's also his name, Mittens. A mass murderer, but he only wears mittens. So they can't get any, like, fingerprints. And there's just, there's just big, big round pad prints left everywhere. Just sounds like I'm talking about a cat, doesn't it? There's an idea. There's an idea. Everyone thinks there's this crazy serial killer on the loose, but it's just the tabby from down the road that got bored of killing birds and mice in the garden and his graduated to people (laughs) I feel like that's not out of the realm of possibility I've seen some cats man I've seen some cats Um, I kind of want to google the origin of gloves but I feel like it would have been a pretty universal thing around the time when humans evolved and they were like you got cold hands? bro I got cold hands we've got to do something about this uh, I bet you want to you want to wrap them in this fur. Yeah, bro, sounds good. Thank you, bro. No worries, I got you, bro. Bro, <laughs> there you go. Who needs Wikipedia? <laughs> okay, before I get to the origin, I got this. If there is an opening, but no sheath for each finger, they are called fingerless gloves sheath already a cool word fingerless gloves having one small opening rather than rather than individual openings for each finger are sometimes called gauntlets 
though gauntlets are not necessarily fingerless. Cool, so they're gauntlets from here on out. That's, that's the new thing. Hey buddy, you ready to go? Yeah man, sorry, just l- let me grab my gauntlets. Let me grab my beanie and gauntlets. Gloves which cover the entire hand or fist, but do not have separate finger openings or sheaths are called mittens. There we go. Mittens are mittens are warmer than other styles of gloves made of the same material because fingers maintain their warmth better when they are in contact with each other. Ah. Uh, reduced surface area reduces heat loss. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. And they regulate temperature with each other better too, I guess. I heard if you burn your finger, you should keep it in contact with other fingers to bring down, bring it down like to the normal temperature, the normal finger temperature. If there's no water available, that is, I guess. Um, fingerless gloves are useful where dexterity is required that gloves would restrict Cigarette smokers and church organists sometimes use fingerless gloves. Some gloves include a gauntlet that extends partway up the arm. There is something very tumbler about that sentence. Cigarette smokers and church organists.tumblr.com You know what I mean? There's something there. Gloves are made of materials including cloth, knitted or felted wool, leather, rubber, latex, neoprene, silk and metal as in male, like chain mail. Uh, gloves of Kevlar protect the wearer from cuts. Gloves and gauntlets are integral components of pressure suits and spacesuits, such as the Apollo Skylab A7L, which went to the moon. Spacesuit gloves combine toughness and environmental protection with a degree of sensitivity and flexibility. It's like Greta Thunberg, toughness and environmental protection. <laughs> She's hard, man, you can tell. Um, gloves appear to be of great antiquity. According to some translations of Homer's The Odyssey, Laertes is described as wearing gloves while walking in his garden so as to avoid the brambles. Don't want to get scratched. Um, other translations, however, insist that Laertes pulled his long sleeves over his hands like a true emo kid. Yeah. I bet he bit holes, thumb holes in the in the ends of him as well. Herodotus, 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 uh, in the history of Herodotus, four forty BC, tells how Leo Leotikides, Leo, uh, was decri- was incriminated by a glove full of silver that he received as a bribe. Ooh, there are occasional references to the use of gloves among the Romans as well. Pliny the Younger, uh, circa 100, his uncle's shorthand writer wore gloves in winter so as not to impede the elder Pliny's work. During the 13th century, gloves began to be worn by ladies as a fashion ornament. They were made of linen and silk and sometimes reached to the elbow. Well, that's very convenient because that's the next word. Okay, another little fib. It's not actually the next word on the list, but I just said the word, so I'm mixing up the system and I'm mixing up the order. Deal with it. 2022, the year of doing whatever the hell I want. Mm. You guys know the skin on your elbow is called a weenus, right? You knew that. 
right? If you didn't, you are so welcome for making your day with that information. They're also a band, aren't they? Elbow, not weenus. <laughs> What's up? We are weenus. Actually, no, it's not a band. It's just one dude playing with himself. Solo act. <clears throat> uh, the elbow is the visible joint between the upper and lower parts of the arm. It includes prominent landmarks. What, like the Eiffel Tower? Such as the Olacranon, the elbow pit. Sounds like a club. Uh, the lateral and medial epicondyles. 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 Um, and the elbow joint. The elbow joint. Do you like how, like, when I don't know how to pronounce a word, I just go through all the possible ones so I can't be wrong, so no one can pull me up on it? <laughs> just exposing myself a little bit. If you're ever wondering why I do that. Um, the elbow joint, uh, is the synovial hinge joint between the humerus in the upper arm, that's funny, and the radius in the ulna in the forearm, which allows the forearm and hand to be moved towards and away from the body. I hope you can tell I was doing it. The elbow joint has three different portions surrounded by a common joint capsule. These are the joints between the three bones of the elbow, the humerus of the upper arm, and the radius, and the ulna of the forearm. When in an anatomical position, there are four main bony landmarks of the elbow. At the lower part of the humerus are the medial and lateral epicondyles uh, on the side closest to the body, medial, and on the side away from the body, lateral surfaces. See, this is all like pointless. That This is all just like, you know, not necessarily the most interesting stuff in the world. But hopefully, if you ever need to know the difference between medial and lateral, now that knowledge is in your head. So subconsciously, that could pop up at some point. You could slumdog millionaire this this stuff at some point in your life so you're welcome for whenever that comes up um the third landmark is the olacranon founder the head of the ulna uh when the elbow is flexed they form a triangle called the huter triangle which resembles an equilateral triangle you got all that in humans, the main task of the elbow is to properly place the hand in space by shortening and lengthening the upper limb. It's so weird reading something that is so obvious. Like, of course that's what it's for. Can you imagine if it was for something else and we've all been just using our elbows wrong this entire time? <laughs> like, dude, you know how we use our elbow to, like, bend our arms and stuff? Uh, yeah. Well, check this out. And this freaking like laser just points out of his arm. <laughs> I right, I made a TikTok making spaceship noises with a little spaceship because that's what you do when you're a I don't even know what I am. Anyway, it was funny. And I made laser sounds for it with this spaceship. And someone pointed out 
that I sound like Elmo when I do them. And I want to see if I can do them again. It might be way too loud, but let me try it. It's Elmo, right? That, that's Elmo. You can't unhear that. I can't unhear it. Uh, tire. The next word is tire, as in um, big round rubber boys. Not tired like I'm tired of your shenanigans. I think I need new tires, actually. Thanks for the reminder, random word generator. Whenever I think of tires, uh, or I drive past a tire place, apart from the Michelin man, the... I don't know if they have that in America, the Michelin man, um, the white guy, the, the white guy, no, the guy that's like just completely white and made of tires? No, he's made of... Why is he made of? Google the Michelin man, you'll know what I mean. I don't actually know what he's made of. Someone tweet me, at Kevin Kingston, if you know what he's made of. Um, yeah, apart from him, tires always make me think of like the eternal tire fire in The Simpsons. They're like the massive pile of tires that's always on fire. Uh, I want to say that you could jump it in one of the old games. That must mean the whole town is always smelling of burning rubber. I suppose you just get used to it. Would you just get used to it? Maybe that's why they're all yellow. The fumes. <laughs> they're all, everyone in Springfield is slowly dying. Um, oh yeah. Hang on a darn Putin minute. Don't you Americans spell it tire with a T-I instead of a T-Y? What's all that about then? What's all that about? <laughs> yeah, don't you do that? Why do you do that? Adrian Flux says, although there are many theories, the word tire or tire is spelled differently. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> potato, potato. Um, the word tire or tire appears to come from the word attire. Oh. In the sense that the wheel had been dressed in something to protect it. Okay, that's kind of a dope fact. Cool. From the early days of rubber pods embedded into a wooden wagon wheel. Wooden wagon wheel. Oh, what a good snack. Wagon wheels. Oh, yeah. Is Tesco open? There's a 24-hour Tesco not too far from me. I might go get some wagon wheels. Oh, it's okay. It's only 1am. That's fine. Um, oh, man. Anyway, wooden wagon wheel, this wheel dressing has helped grip and reduce the shock going through both the wheel and the vehicle's occupants when it struck something on the road. I don't think a tire is going to reduce shock going through me if I hit something on the road. I think I'm going to be in, I'm, I'm going to be in shock no matter what. There's going to be a lot of shock in me if I hit something. <laughs> Tires ain't going to do nothing. In in the same way American English did did away with the U in harbour and colour, it also kept things nice and simple in this instance, so and so the I sound entire simply became that letter. Whereas the British, with a language steeped in history and tradition, uh, seemingly wanted to keep the Y in the same way attire may have been written by the likes of Geoffrey Chaucer. 
oh, love a bit of Chaucer, uh, and his counterparts in an old English verse. In modern Britain, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone giving a good reason why it's remained tire rather than tire, except that's how it's always been. That's how it's always been, mate. I don't know what to tell you. That's just how it is. That's just how it's always been. So that's what we're doing. Just in case, um, just in case y'all were wondering what kind of childhood I had, it was very close to the childhoods you see of uh, of kids in films that live in the middle of absolute nowhere that are just rolling tires around. It was kind of that. I think one of the first fail videos I saw was a woman getting um, absolutely wiped out by a runaway tire while she was pumping gas uh, for a car. That was the first one I actually felt bad for as well. Like She was just getting petrol, dude. She did not deserve that. She didn't need that in her day. If I was there, I would have stopped it. Would. 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 Oh, that's the next word. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Where do you start with would? I already told the samurai sword story, didn't I? For anyone who missed it, when I was like 11 or 12... I ordered a bunch of samurai swords from eBay and I thought they were made of wood and they definitely weren't. <laughs> I got in trouble. I really love walking through woods though. I'd love to uh, upgrade to a forest at some point, uh, maybe even a jungle if the occasion calls for it, but um, for now I'm happy with a wood. I need to head to Ashdown Forest at some point. Is it Ashdown? Yeah, Ashdown in um, in Kent, which is actually Hundred Acre Wood from Winnie the Pooh. Wow, that was a terrible impression. I used to be really good at that. And then I, you know, it was weird. I stopped smoking, and then I couldn't do it anymore, which is weird. I think wood carving is an incredible talent as well. Any kind of carving, really, sculpting. Um, but with wood, I feel like, because you're like chipping away, uh, like the whole thing would just split at any moment. Uh, I think that's extra impressive. The making of sculpture in wood has been extremely widely practiced, but doesn't survive undamaged as well as the other main materials, like stone and bronze, as it is vulnerable to decay, insect damage, and fire. Therefore, it forms an important hidden element in the art history of many cultures. Outdoor wood sculptures do not last long in most parts of the world, so it is still unknown how the totem pole tradition developed. Cool. Uh, many of the most important sculptures of China and Japan, in particular, are in wood and so are the great majority of African sculpture and that of Oceania and other regions. Wood is light and can take very fine detail, so it is highly suitable for masks and other sculpture intended to be worn or carried. It is also much easier to work on than stone. Very cool facts for you there. I've been learning a lot about wood recently, actually, because Halen... My van is um is covered in it. Uh, I've got to do a little tour at some point, but um yeah, all different types of like ply and timber, different sizes. What's best to use? 
this because it's more durable. Use this for here because it's lighter. Learn not to use MDF because um, if it gets wet with condensation, apparently it can form formaldehyde. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been really interesting learning about it. Uh, my worst day I had with building was when I was... I, I have no DIY knowledge, by the way. I've been doing this all blind. Um, but the worst day I had building was um, when I was cutting the ply sheets for the walls. And it was like it was like the windiest day in the world ever. Like, it, I swear to God, the wind was against me. Um, it reminded me of that Western Supermare thing that I told you about in the last episode. And, uh, yeah, these sheets of plywood were, like, really, really thin and really big. Um, and they're, like, two meters by one meter. So anytime I tried to maneuver it in any way, the whole damn thing turned into, turned into like, a kite and just took off with me. Like, <laughs> I had a real talk with Mother Nature that day. I love the elements. I really do. Nothing but respect for like the grand magic that is nature but jesus christ on toast was i ready to like th throw hands with the air that day Ooh. okay back to back to chill back to chill who 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 is gonna get the last word well look at that it's the owl did you like that? Who, who, who? I like that one. I like that one a lot. Only the uh, only the OGs remember Hootie McFlap. Uh, if you don't know Hootie McFlap, you haven't listened to enough of this podcast. So off you go. There's your mission. And if this podcast isn't enough and you want more episodes, there's more available on my Patreon. You get a bonus episode every week. Oh, hell yeah. At all tiers as well. Patreon.com forward slash Calvin Kingston. Enjoy. So owls. Owls are birds from the order. Stri what? Strigiformes? 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 Strigiformes. 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 I have no idea. Um... Wait, which includes over 200 species of mostly solitary and nocturnal birds of prey, typified by an upright stance, a large broad head, sounding like me, binocular vision, binaural hearing, sharp talons. Okay, I don't have the sharp talons. Uh, big feet though. Uh, and feathers adapted for silent flight. I wish I had those. Uh, exceptions include the diurnal northern hawk owl and the gregarious burrowing owl oh that gregarious guy greg uh, a group of owls is called a parliament i still get messages now from you guys being amazed that a group of flies is called a business <laughs> y'all love that one huh Owls possess large forward-facing eyes and ear holes, a hawk-like beak, a flat face, and usually a conspicuous circle of feathers, a facial disc, around each eye. 
The feathers making up this disc can be adjusted to sharply focus sounds from varying distances onto the owl's asymmetrically placed ear cavities. Most birds of prey have eyes on the sides of their heads, but the stereoscopic nature of the owl's forward-facing eyes permits the greater sense of depth perception necessary for low-light hunting. Although owls have binocular vision, their large eyes are fixed in their sockets, as are those of most other birds, so they must turn their entire heads to change views. As owls are far-sighted, they are unable to clearly see anything within a few centimeters of their eyes. Caught prey can be felt by owls with the use of philoplumes, phyloplumes, hair-like feathers on the beak and feet that act as feelers. Their far vision, particularly in low light, is exceptionally good. Okay, that's all well and good, but like, what makes them psychic? Because as far as I remember, in Harry Potter, those owls just get sent to random addresses and they just know where to go. So they just have like an inbuilt sat-nav, like halfway across the world. Even friggin' Errol gets there eventually. He might fly into the window on the way there, but he gets there. Also, do you know how long owls' legs are? Google it. Seriously, Google it. Google owl legs and get ready, bro. Freaked me out. Seriously, you'll enjoy it. Among the Kikuyu... Kikuyu of Kenya, it was believed that owls were harbingers of death. If one saw an owl or heard its hoot, someone was going to die. Oh my god. Uh, in general, owls are viewed as harbingers of bad luck, ill health, or death. The belief is widespread even today. God damn, I did not know that. There are more than 150 species of owls in the world, although some counts indicate more than 220 species depending on how different owls are classified. Owls are found on all continents except Antarctica, apart from the ones that, you know, migrated and got lost. Um, an owl has three eyelids, one for blinking, one for sleeping, and one for kicking the... Keeping the eye clean and healthy. Uh... Oh, as well as a parliament, a group of owls is called a wisdom or study. Owls have been found in the fossil record up to 58 million years ago. Uh, the largest recorded owl fossil, Orin Megalonyx. Orin Megalonyx, Oteroi, stood about three feet tall. That's a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon, bro. Oh my god, a three foot tall owl. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. I want one. I want one. And on that incredible and terrifyingly cool and amazing thought, I am going to leave you. God damn, I want a tall owl. Uh, I hope you're feeling nice and relaxed and chilled a bit more than, than when we started. But you're glad you listened, right? <laughs> Terrifying owl fact. I hope that didn't give you nightmares. If you're scared of owls, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm leaving you with that image. Well, I'm glad you listen. And anytime I see like a comment on TikTok or anything that says how much 
this podcast is helping, um, it really makes me smile. So thank you for that. And I'm really glad it helps. Cool. Okay. Go have a good week and I'll speak to you soon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go owl watching and uh, hopefully find one that I was going to say isn't three foot tall. In fact, yeah, no, I want a five foot tall owl. Let's go. I can do this. I'm going to be a Pokemon master. Um, yeah. While I'm doing that, if you want more content, socials, all at Cavan Kingston. And like I said earlier, Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Cavan Kingston. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. Take care of yourself. See you in a bit. Bye.